Raising our voices would like to acknowledge the Kulin Nations, true owners, caretakers and custodians of the land in which we broadcast. Raising our voices pays respect to elders, past and present of the Kulin Nations and recognise their unceded sovereignty. Welcome to 3CR, Raising Our Voices, 8.55am, Community Radio. This month we are talking with Lawrence Johnston, who is part of the Opening Doors Film Project that Armida is hosting. Lawrence, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Lovely. Can you tell us a bit about what the project is for Opening Doors? Sure. Opening Doors is uh, a pretty exciting project, which is um, our main aim is to celebrate people with a disability in whatever form and their connection to where they live. So it's about housing, it's about flats, it's about sharing. But um, as we progressed, we found that it's focusing on the needs of people who have a disability, uh, whether that's physical or otherwise, and really whoever we are in the world, whether we're abled or disabled, we need somewhere to live. And so the project focuses essentially in a positive way about assisting people to guide them through various processes because, uh, as we know, real estate uh, agents and real estate agencies are in a business to make money, and mm. which is fair enough. Mm. But also, you know, as time progresses, people need to be more enlightened about the needs of people. And these are particularly to do with things like accessibility, um, about discrimination, mm-hmm. uh, about trust, and essentially about being less ignorant, really, yes. from a, a business point of view, to really recognise that also from an entrepreneurial point of view, there is a market out there mm. of people, you know, um, who are not just ordinary and fit into the cookie cutter mould of what a, a tenant might be. That's exactly right. Mm. Okay, that sounds wonderful. And it's. Um, Armida is is running this project. Um, so Armida is an advocacy organisation for people with disabilities around accommodation, um, and there's the National Disability Advocacy Program, which provides individual advocacy to people who have a disability, uh, who need advocacy, and there's also NDIS appeals advocacy for people who's uh, it, well either they can't get access to the NDIS or they've got a plan that's not quite right. How did the project come about? Uh, the project came about really, I think, from Pauline Williams at Amida's passion and her ongoing right. interest and commitment to uh, advancing, I guess, the way that people um, go about looking for, I mean, only one aspect of it, go about looking for somewhere to live mm-hmm. and, and all the issues that surround that. And so the project has been um, funded through the Department of Health and Human Services and uh, it's been funded along with some other projects which are to do particularly to do with housing and training and also it's also connecting with the Real Estate Institute of Victoria. That's so brilliant. one of our things that we wanted to do was, I guess, break down the us against them mm, uh, mentality. mentality because, you know, we could easily make things that are only for people who have a disability and say, well, you know, that's the needs, which we are doing, but we're also crossing over. So it mm. will be something that will be used in training for real estate agents uh, because, you know, uh, you know, from the first time you want to connect with somebody and in, you know, today's life, it's usually online, like looking for ads for somewhere to live. And again, if you're in a wheelchair, you know, uh, it may not necessarily tell you where the flat or 
the place is located that you want to buy, mm. you know look at. So whether if, you can actually get to the front door. Well, even whether you can get to go and look at it, you know, it's like you've got to arrange your you know time or be with somebody or, or you know get to a certain location. That's it. Because as we know, whoever we are, if we're looking for somewhere, it's not usually in the same suburb. It might be you might be forced to look somewhere else because mm. of of the amount of rent you want to pay or a particular sort of thing that you need or you want to be need need to be near relatives or a park or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, Lawrence, you're a, a film producer. Our, our writer and a director, ah, basically. Ah, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Can you tell our listeners about some of the other films you've produced, yeah. written and directed? Sure. Um, well, I guess uh, coming back to my involvement in the project too, um, I applied for the position as project manager to oversee this project. So uh, my experience basically is I used to work for the Australian Film Commission and also Screen Australia. Uh, as a project manager in film development and production. So I basically was on the other side of the fence from filmmaking and oversaw a lot of projects which were to do with all kinds of um, issues um, or whether they were um, documentary, drama, animated films. And then in my own work, I've explored things uh, like I made a film about my parents' marriage for SBS, which was part of a series uh, which was about domestic violence, essentially. And uh, I also made a feature film called Life, which was about HIV and AIDS in prisons. And so I guess that my combination of experience with the government work I'd done and my own Mm. work as a filmmaker and then coming in to make these videos, you know, seemed like a pretty good equation to be able to make something really interesting and dynamic, but also something that's very respectful and uh, is on target for people's needs rather than just producing sort of things that people can look at and kind of go, well, that's kind of nice, but did that really assist me? Did Mm. I really, did it help me in my process or did it help others understand what I need? So that's what we're aiming to do with Opening Doors. I see. Hmm. How is the Opening Doors project going so far? It's going really well. It's been a process of, again, I personally myself am new to this area. Um, So it's been an element of research and talking to various groups and various people in terms of consulting. And we have a focus group um, that we uh, are you know, a part of this process. And so it's not basically a, pro- a process where it's somebody who, you know, is coming in and basically just, you know, producing all this material without consultation. Mm. So it's an open process. And also various people um, will continue to be involved in the videos on screen and tell their stories of renting or be involved in the, I guess, the agenda of issues that we would like to cover. And some of those, you know, um, I can just, just chat briefly about... Uh, are things like, um, you know, my dream home. You know, everyone has a dream home. And whether, you know, whether you want it to be very modest or whether you want it to be outlandish, everyone has dreams and expectations. And one of the funny things out of our focus group, someone said, I, I want a house that will clean itself. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> and we'd all, we'd all love that. And, you know, the issues come out too, like, um, you know, some people have lived in places where they've been restricted or they've literally been under lock and key. You know, mm-hmm. and there's an element of freedom when you get the chance to move into a share household or get your own place or whatever, and you're actually free to come and go and do whatever you want to, you know, mm. and that's an amazing feeling. How wonderful. You know, and um, other things too, like just uh, the application process, you know, where people are applying. And, you know, as we know, there's basically, you know, you go online, there's an application form, you've got to fill it out. And people really wanted to have something that guides them through that process, uh, so to make it clearer uh, for them. 
And, you know, I think that that also needs to be probably updated by the Real Estate Institute of Victoria because it's a little bit antiquated in terms of the needs of people with a disability, particularly in, right down to practical things like the point size of the type on the form. Yes, you know, how like, big is it? Can you actually see it? Exactly. Um, and then people having computer skills to utilise online and then actually getting the process back because, as we know, as time progresses with modern technology, you know, it's rare now sometimes to pick up a phone and be able to talk to somebody. They always say, go online, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, you may not want to or you may not want, you know, and then how do you get to the real estate mm-hmm. agent also sometimes, you know, to hand in the form? You know, lots of very practical things that many people don't think about, but mm. but they're things that we, you know, all need to know. Um, another thing came up was disclosing your disability, you know, how important that is or not within the process, Um Yes, you know, it's a very important topic. Yeah, and, you know, talking to different people, everyone has a different opinion and uh, many people, you know, don't want anyone to know about their personal lives, mm. which, of course, is completely understandable. But on the other side, some people do, and they feel that also from a progressive point of view in society that we should actually, whatever our disability is, we should be able to say, this is me, mm. you know, this is raise the person awareness. that I am. Yeah, and raise awareness completely. So, you know, those are some of the issues that came up um, as well as the needs of what a, what a real estate agent needs from you. So, you know, because the best thing to do is have knowledge rather than being ignorant. And so mm. I guess part of our process is just um, letting real estate agents know what we want from you and what do you want from us. And then, you know, then I guess you're on a more uneven fitting. Definitely. Uneven keel. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, again, I'll add a few more things. Sure. Things like... Um, you know, when you, like anybody again, um, so I guess many of the things we're, we're exploring are just universal things about human rights, um, mm. is if you want something repaired, you know, um, a window breaks or it's old because, you know, some landlords don't keep the upkeep of their places very well, but they expect to rent them out. But they'll rent them out until someone complains about something. Mm. And then it's like, well, what can you expect um, if something happens, you know, or someone breaks into your place, how long will it take to fix it? And and really what your rights are. Mm. Yeah. Yes, mm. very good. Mm. So when do you think the the videos will be, for opening doors, will be available to watch? Yeah. Well, we are in the process of um, the development of them and the production of them. So essentially they'll probably be completed around the end of July uh, but in terms of people being able to see them, we'll have, we will have a launch following that in the next following couple of months. And then after that, they'll be available on our website, which will be opening doors, renting for all, and also on YouTube. So they'll be continuing. So the website that we create will also be an ongoing um uh, being able to be accessible on an ongoing basis and also YouTube as well and I'll be connected yeah. to the AMIDA website and we will also have helpful links which regarding with regard to general housing information and other disability uh, areas like the recently uh, launched uh, Voices Together website which was just launched yesterday which is an exciting project from the Self-Advocacy Resource Unit at Ross House and it covers many aspects of information for self-advocates as well as um, people in in, uh, government or other areas basically sharing information, resources and there's a large video component to that which is great. Ah. And we're going to, I believe, play a self-advocacy anthem sometime during this program that yes. was launched as part of that too. 
Yeah, well, we can go to that song now. So it's the National Self-Advocacy Anthem. Around Australia, people keeping up the fight. Many faces in different places fighting for our rights. Housing, jobs, and transport is what we know best. Remembering what will help us, not cause us more distress. Self advocacy, hear our voice, see our ability. We want equality. Self-advocacy, hear our voice, see our ability, we want equality. We're making our own choices, we've been silenced for too long. Stand up for what you believe in, together we are strong. Lift up all our voices, we can hit the heights. We want you to join us. Support disability rights. Self-advocacy. Hear our voice. See our ability. We want equality. Self-advocacy. Hear our voice. See our ability. We want equality. We can work together. We can right the wrongs. We can right the wrongs. If we do this together, if we do this together, we can all be strong. We can all be strong. Wake everyone who's sleeping, sing our story loud. Self-advocacy, hear our voice, see our ability, we want equality. Self-advocacy, hear our voice, see our ability, we want equality. Self-advocacy, hear our voice. Our ability, we want equality. Self advocacy, hear our voice. See our ability, we want equality. You're listening to 3CR, Raising Our Voices. That was the National Self-Advocacy Anthem, part of the Voices Together website uh, that was launched yesterday. You can find that song on the website. And I'm in the studio. I'm Bronwyn Trickett from Armida, and I'm in the studio today with Lawrence Johnston, who's part of the Opening Doors project. Uh, And we've been talking about... uh, when that's going to be released, so it's going to be in the next upcoming months. Keep keep watch for that. Um, and some more questions I have for you, Lawrence. Is 
film and media useful for influencing social change, do you think? I think definitely uh, film is, film and, and media generally. And, you know, we live in such a media-oriented um, world now where constant reference is made, is made to looking down at your, t- your phone to start off, uh, websites. Um, you know, it's kind of changed our idea about signs in society, I think, and looking for things. We tend to look down now. So I think, you know, children are educated now to, to look at phones. So immediately, you know, when I grew up, that wasn't the case. And, um, and you know, the idea about bringing a message across or uh, exchanging information, um, you know, demystifying processes in society, breaking down discrimination are all part of that media process, I guess, for us that are politically motivated in that way. Mm. But as we know, there are opposing forces in society also that want to keep people ignorant too. So, but... You know, on a positive point of view, we're here to educate people and make life, I guess, easier so that you can enjoy your life. Um, and I guess that's what our process is about with opening doors and sharing information. And on a general media point of view, you know, um, like Sarah Barton made a great documentary um, recently um, on disability, and many people have made many, you know, films and video work to do with people's issues and there's been and now there's a lot more visibility of, of people who have various disabilities in whatever way um, that have been incorporated and continue to be incorporated in, in our general storytelling in television programs mm. and particularly also in comedy, which is a great way for people to learn and um, and you know get a bit of a laugh out of, of, of themselves or out of life about yes. things that can sometimes be more difficult. Yeah. So, yeah, it is great. Um, I just am glad that in Australia here we have a freedom to express mm. ourselves and we're not a society that doesn't. And, you know, even the medium that we're on now, 3CR Radio, you know, only exists out of the hard work of people that's continued and the volunteers that come to share stories and, you know, have people like us on to be able to share information too, yeah. You've got um, you've got quite an interesting background. Can you tell the listeners some facts about your background and how, how you came to this type of work? Yeah, um, well, I as I was saying before, I had heard about the project um, through the Self Advocacy Resource Unit, and I guess with my combined skills as a project manager that I'd worked for government agencies like Screen Australia and the Australian Film Commission, combined with my storytelling skills as a filmmaker, um, I was attracted to it and, you know, I applied for the the position like anyone does. And um, it was just exciting to, well, to get it and to be able to embark on it because it covers so many issues. But the great thing about the project is it's not limited. It's 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 about what we all need. You know, as humans, um, yes. we all need somewhere to live. We do. You know, and we all need to feel safe where we live, you know, and be able to... That's extremely important. Yeah. Um, and be able to, you know, invite friends over. Um, yes. Or have friends stay or family come visit or, um, you accessibility. know... Accessibility. Complete accessibility and feel, you know, that when you go home at night that you feel good about where you're going home mm. to. You know that you're living in a place um, that is beautiful. Really, it's really essential. Yeah. Do you think that there is more need for these types of projects on topics of people with disability? Yeah, I do. Uh, one of the challenges with the project was, and is, um, because you know we're still in a development process, uh, 
is that uh, we we accumulate information that's needed to be included, um, you know, along the way. So anybody that I talk to brings up new subject matter, and mm. it's like, well, you see that as an issue, and someone else goes, oh, well, that's not that important. But then we're weighing up exactly what we um, we want to explore. Like, like one thing in it is, you know, the notion of the landlord. And if you've never rented before, well, you need you have to deal with the real estate agent who's the person who's advertising usually and then there's someone called the landlord well what do they do and what do they want from me and um and you know when i apply for uh uh, somewhere to live well who's going to make that decision and if you know what a landlord does which essentially is someone who owns a house or a flat or a unit or whatever and they basically want to rent uh it out usually they've invested in that because they want to make some money and it's always good to remember, remind that because it has a ripple mm. effect along the way. So, you know, if you're moving in somewhere, you have to be aware that probably if you have some needs that um, are particular to you, that maybe, you know, they're not going to build a wheelchair ramp for you. Mm. And you need to look at different ways that possibly that can happen. And that is possible, but sometimes it depends on the, the actual landlord themselves. Yes, it does. Mm. Do you hope to see some change in the views of landlords and real estate agents be, with as an outcome from this project? Definitely. Okay. And, you know, it's like any issue in society. Once there's a focus has been put on it and there's material produced, I think it's educative and mm. makes people realise, oh, that's something I didn't think about before. But one of the things that I personally um, have thought about a lot during this process with this position and overseeing the, the material is that... Um, Anybody can become disabled. Mm, um, at any time in their life. Yeah. Or their, their you know, um, their, their partner, yes. whoever they might be, their mother, their father could become disabled. And as we all know, as we all will have to face, as time moves on, we get older. That's and it. And we become more vulnerable. And, you know, it can only take one accident. That's right. And suddenly your life changes. Yes, yes, mm. that's... It's so fragile and yet we, in society in general, it's taken for granted. It's definitely true. Mm. Uh, Thank you so much for coming and speaking with us today, Lawrence, about the Opening Doors film project. Well, thank you very much. I think it's great, um, again, like we said, to share this information and let people know what's happening. Um, And, again, you know, it's something that we we all need somewhere to live. So, you know... Uh, in all its complexity. <laughs> we do, we do. And Armida has been doing some work around um, accessible housing. We have recently, well, it was the end of November last year, we submitted a um, a paper to the Australian Building Codes Board to advocate for accessible housing to be mandated into the National construction code from 2020 for all new buildings so that means from um, commercial and private all buildings to have gold level accessible housing fantastic yes That's great. so we're, we're working together on these things it was very important topics and um well i think it's great because the visibility um means because, you know, if you have a physical disability, obviously it's very evident. But if you're walking into a new building and there is something that's been made for you to, re- if you're abled, to make you realise there are other people around that are not abled um, in some form, then it just increases everyone's awareness. It does. Mm. Absolutely, it does. Mm.
Okay. Well, you've been listening to Raising Our Voices on 3CR, 8.55am, or 3CR Digital, Community Radio. Join us next month for the station-wide fundraiser, the Radiothon, coming up in June. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lawrence. Thank you. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.